Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you. Whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just randomly somehow found me, I'm happy that you're here. You're in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princess community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, share it to your story, DM me, do whatever. I really love when you girls interact because it makes me feel like I'm actually talking to another person rather than just a microphone. All right, so let's set the mood. It is currently like 10.30 p.m. on a Tuesday evening, and the past week has been a little not the greatest. The weekend, I was really hitting a burnout point, and that's normally when I record podcasts, so I kind of pushed it off, and so it's Tuesday. I'm feeling a lot better, but my burnout and my personal experiences always inspire this podcast, so that's why I'm creating this whole It Girl glow-up guide to making sure that you know, you're becoming your best self as I'm learning to become my best self as well. So yes, it is 10.30 p.m. on a Tuesday. I did my normal wake up, went to school. After school, I had a run. I might do like 20 minutes of Pilates after I finish recording, but it is quite late. So probably no more than that. And then go to bed. So today's been a hectic, hectic day, but you know, that's okay. That's just life. We're all busy queens over here. So a high and a low. So high is literally yesterday. Minnesota had its first snowfall. Now, the first snowfall in, you know, any state, any country you live in is always so magical and so special, no matter if you lived in that location for a year or for your entire life. I've been in Minnesota for my entire life, and every time it snows, I always get so, so excited. But trust me, by February or March, I'm going to be complaining. So I'm trying to make sure to like see the light at the end of the tunnel and really romanticize the snow because pretty soon I will be dreading it. Although is unfortunately I was very burnt out and I just was not taking good care of myself over the you know course of probably a couple weeks. And so I kind of hit a burnout point over the weekend and I literally could get nothing done. That's why this podcast episode and for the entire month of November, I'm going to be giving you the ultimate It Girl glow up guide. A shout out. So I asked in episode 76, which was, you know, get the hobbies episode. I asked, what are some of your current hobbies? I want to know what you girls are doing. Quite honestly, I just want to know. There's so many different experiences in this community and I want to know it all. So Angel said she loves to read and her boyfriend got her a paint by numbers, which is really fun to do. And she loves going for walks. These are the three things that she likes to do when she's bored. Oh my goodness, Angel. Number one, you posted that an hour ago. So you were listening to this episode at 9.30 p.m. So go queen. I don't know what you were doing at 9.30, but probably something productive or just chilling. Who knows? I don't care how you listen to the episode. What matters is you're being inspired and wanting to become the best version of yourself. So I love that you enjoy reading. I want to know what your favorite book is. So DM me, Angel, and tell me what your favorite book is because I'm such a reader girl. 
And I really like how you are enjoying some art with the paint by numbers your boyfriend gave you, which is a really easy way to actually get into painting. If you're not a fan, I feel like paint by numbers is like a way that I should start painting because it's so mathematical and that's kind of how my mind works. And she likes going for walks, which I do too. So we're kind of the same person. I love how all of these different experiences and different girls all around the world, we all kind of like very similar things. So I always love asking those Spotify questions. And if you want to have a shout out, and if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to answer the questions that I leave under every single episode. And generally, the questions are related to the episodes. They're kind of fun, reflective questions like, what are your hobbies? What are your goals? Etc. But if you're an Apple listener, never fear. If you leave me a Apple podcast review, you can actually write down like a little paragraph or some sentences in your review. And then I can shout you out that way. Unfortunately, the questions only work for Spotify. All right. So I mentioned as my low, I was really burnt out over the weekend. I was breaking out. I felt sluggish. I just did not take care of myself. And because I didn't take care of myself for a couple of weeks, I just hit a burnout point. I literally could not do anything. I was so unproductive on Saturday, which is not the best because it wasn't even because I was unmotivated. It was mix of laziness and burnout at the same time. I physically didn't feel good because I haven't been taking care of myself, but then mentally I was just a bit lazy and those two combined and I got zero work done, which meant that I had to work extra hard on Sunday and this week to catch up, which is not a good thing to set yourself up for failure by procrastinating and just not getting your things done. That's why I really preach like self-care, taking care of yourself throughout the week so that you don't hit the weekend or you don't hit a certain time of the month and you just completely burn out. Understand that rest is productive, but oftentimes we rest when we're just lazy, when we don't want to do something, when we procrastinate. And one of the things I always find myself procrastinating or just completely avoiding is taking care of my skin, my hair, and my self-care in general that always gets placed on the back burner when things start getting really busy and I procrastinate or I do things to waste time and then I don't have time for self-care in general. So in time for the new month of November, I think it's time for all of us girls to glow up, to become the it girl. I know the whole I-T-G-I-R-L trend on Instagram is going on and I think we can all become our own versions of the it girl and feel beautiful both inside and out. I'm going to do a whole four-part series for this entire month. So part one, which is this episode, is all things skin, hair, and self-care. Next week will be fashion and makeup. Part three will be fitness and wellness. And part four will be mindset. I believe all of those things combined can really make you into a completely different person by the end of the year. Girls, remember, we don't wait till 2024 to create our dream lives. You could start creating your dream life today. All right, let's get into the episode. Let's get our glow up guide, especially for skin, hair, and self-care. Hi loves, before we get into the episode, I have to let you know about a small company I'm absolutely thrilled to be partnering with, Matinee Candle Co. Matinee Candle Co. sent me some of their candle care items and honestly, it has changed my self-care to a new level. The candle care items are so high quality and best of all, they do come in pink. 
I'm finally able to actually enjoy and take care of the candles I do have, and it's all thanks to the candle care items I received. If you want your own candle care set, be sure to go to matineecandleandco.com and use the code LOVELY10 for 10% off your order. Both the link and the code are in the show notes, and they're on my link tree if you forget. Now let's jump right into the episode. Okay, so as I mentioned, I find that if I stop taking care of myself physically, if I'm not taking care of myself by getting my nails done or taking care of my skin or my hair is really like dull and practically falling out, I don't feel pretty. I'm not doing things that fill my cup. I'm not doing things that make me physically feel good. And as a result, I mentally don't feel as good. And I find that, you know, our physical appearance and our mental health are correlated. When you are not investing time in yourself, if you are not treating yourself as something deserving of time and energy and love, then you're not going to treat yourself like that ever. You're going to start slacking on things like, you know, other things that are important to you, like maybe schoolwork, maybe work work, maybe fitness. You need to make sure that you are showing yourself that you are going to put in a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of love into everything you do. And that includes your skincare. That includes your hair care. That includes your self-care because those things are important for you to feeling your best self. And when you feel your best self, you do your best work. You are your most productive. You're most happy because you feel good. So Let's talk all about skincare. Lately, I've been really switching up my skincare because I'm trying not to overcomplicate my skincare routine. I think all those crazy 10-step routines can be really overwhelming, and quite frankly, they might not work for everyone. What works for me might not work for you, so while I'm going to give you all of the tea, all of the advice, make sure to pick and choose what makes most sense for you, and maybe if you have super sensitive skin, you might not want to do what I'm doing. If you have really dry skin, but I have oily skin, you might not want to do exactly what I'm doing, but there's always some similarities that you can take away and some tips as well. I really want glowy and nourished skin during the colder months, and I want to minimize my breakouts because... Your girl here still struggles with acne. Again, so first make sure you know the type of skin you have. So you know whether or not you have dry skin or oily skin or a mix of both. That can help determine like the specific skincare products you use. But overall, the routine that I'm going to be telling you about is generally the same. Again, like the products are probably a bit different. So first things first, double cleansing. Now, if you do not double cleanse in 2023, You really need to start doing this. Like this changes the game. It helps with acne. It helps with oily skin. It even helps with dry skin. Make sure you are double cleansing. Generally in the morning, I don't think it's super necessary to double cleanse. So I just go in with my normal gel cleanser. But at night, you need to double cleanse. I'm going to explain to you what it is. But double cleansing makes sure that you're getting rid of your makeup, your dirt, your sweat, your oil off your skin, especially if you wear makeup or sunscreen or concealer or foundation, you need to double cleanse at night. I don't care what, I don't care if you are drunk and it's 3am, you are double cleansing. Not just a makeup wipe. A makeup wipe is not going to cut it. We need to fully double cleanse our skin. So first off, Start off with an oil-based cleanser. Wash your face in lukewarm water with this cleanser and do a gentle wash for like 10, 15, 20 seconds with the oil-based cleanser. 
I just use a random one I found on Amazon called DHC, but you can use whatever works best for you. Just make sure that it's like an oily cleanser and it kind of feels a little weird. And if you get some in your eye, your eyes will be a little bit cloudy for a couple seconds, but you know it's doing the trick when you're noticing that your makeup is like practically washing off. I then go in with a gentle gel or foaming cleanser. I personally use the Youth to the People Kale Superfood Cleanser, but you can use whatever cleanser works for you. Make sure it's super gentle, even especially if you have dry skin. I have oily skin, but if you have dry skin, you really got to make sure that you are using a gentle cleanser to not strip your skin of any moisture. But yes, first we need our oil-based cleanser, then we need our gel-based cleanser. Do those and you're done. And your skin will be extra, extra clean. And again, I do this normally at night, but in the morning, I probably will only go in with my gel cleanser because I'm not wearing any makeup at night. Which, by the way, if you are wearing makeup, if you're falling asleep in your makeup, take it off. I don't care if it's just mascara, okay? Take it off. By the way, all of the products that I'll be mentioning are, none of them are sponsored. All of them I picked out, I use, and I've been using for at least like six months. And I will put a link to Amazon with a list of all of the products I mentioned today that at least I could find on Amazon because there are a lot of name drops I'm going to be talking about and it's very hard to remember them all and I don't want you to feel like you have to write them all down. So Once you're done with this episode, go on to the link tree, which is in the show description and just click on it and then find the Amazon little list and bam, you have all of the things that I'm going to be mentioning. I will not be earning commission or money or anything. I just do it because I genuinely like the product and I feel like it's helped me and it might help you. Second, toner, toner, toner. Now, you know, I haven't really been on my toning game until I realized how important and how much of a difference it has made in my skin. So a toner is like a liquid, kind of comes in a bottle. It balances your skin's pH and it helps against dry patches, lines, hyperpigmentation, and so on. So I tone every morning and every night and I do it right after I wash my face. You can use a toner with a cotton pad and like pour some toner on the cotton pad and wipe your face with it or there are some toners specifically that are a spray mist. So you just like spray on your skin and then you pat the liquid into your skin. Again, I always used to skip this step, but like I noticed once I started to tone, my skin was a lot less red and distressed because the pH was actually balanced. My favorite two toners are the Glow Recipe PHA plus BHA Portite Toner and the Yonkot Lotion Toner. The Glow Recipe Toner is, number one, you probably already know the bottle because you've seen it all over social media. It's probably more affordable than the Yukon one. The Yukon one is probably like $60 a bottle, which, by the way, the bottle lasts forever, but that is quite a lot of money for a skincare product. Just letting you know. Okay, number three in the evening, it is time to spot treat. Now, I'm I'm going to summarize morning versus evening like in five minutes. I know it's a lot to keep track of, but at night... It is time to spot treat your skin if you have acne. I know a lot of the girls that I'm listening to are, you know, younger teens, 20s. We still kind of have acne. I do at least. So I use the La Roche-Posay Benzyl Peroxide Spot Treatment. But a tip I learned from my dermatologist is you put this spot treatment, like you put a pea-sized amount, all over your T-zone, which is generally your forehead, your nose, and your chin. Um, I sometimes break out like along the sides of my face as well, but you put a pea-sized amount all over that area 
because you don't just want to like spot treat you want the benzoyl peroxide to prevent future breakouts and honestly this like changed the game because I didn't know it would make a big difference but once I started to put my benzoyl peroxide everywhere instead of just like the active pimples that are breaking out I have started to have less breakouts. Also, I occasionally mix the benzoyl peroxide with tretinine, which is another very common and popular skin treat skin chemical. So again, I only do this at night. And, you know, tretinine helps with, you know, oil production, acne, even wrinkles. A lot of people use tretinine for anti-aging. So I use a, both of those only at night. And I use a very small amount. You don't need a ton. And I do this right after I tone. It's very important to, you know, do all these spot acne treatments before you put on serums and moisturizers and everything else I'm going to be talking about in a couple minutes because you want that like acne medication to sink into your skin before everything else. Number four, which is completely optional, is serums. So I generally only use serums in the morning, but you can really use them in the morning or at night. Just because I do acne treatment rather than serum at night, I feel like it's just too much to put on my face. So generally morning I do serums and evening I'll do an acne treatment. So for my morning serums, I find that they can help to ensure you have more moisture in your skin to help with redness, to really help with anything. So I have used vitamin C serums and still use a vitamin C serum on occasion for brightening my skin and making it extra glowy. And I used the Pacifica Glow Baby Super Booster Serum. I really did enjoy it. It kind of smelled weird though. I don't know why. And then I just recently started to use the Glow Recipe Niacinamide Dew Drops. So niacinamide does a ton of things. It reduces pores, even skin tone, helps with lines, makes your face glow. So if you can find a toner or sorry, if you can find a serum with niacinamide, definitely do that because it is super helpful. And I have noticed a difference using niacinamide. And if the glow recipe serum dewdrops are pricey, because I understand like the whole brand, like it, it becomes more expensive because it's a brand name. You can get pure niacinamide drops from Amazon for like literally 10 or 15 bucks. I've done that in the past. I actually still have the bottle I use. I have it linked in the Amazon list of like both the Baby Super Booster Serum and also just like the pure niacinamide like clinical drops. Both work exactly the same. Um, I feel like with the like glow serum, there's like more ingredients obviously um, to like make your skin better. But occasionally, whatever you do, get niacinamide. It changes the game for people who have acne, for people who have pores, who have uneven skin tone. There are so many benefits of niacinamide. Number four, in the morning, eye cream. So I find that, you know, as a girl who has very, very deep eye bags, um, that's probably because I'm like talking and it's 11 p.m. and I have to wake up really early tomorrow. But anyway, I use a caffeine eye cream right before I ice roll my face. We're going to get into ice rolling in a second, I promise. But the whole eye cream, I personally have found that like brands do not matter. For moisturizer, they matter. For serums, they matter. But I find for eye cream, literally nothing matters. They're all kind of the same. Now, I might get hay for that, but that's just the truth. Make sure you get as much caffeine in the eye cream as possible. It works wonders for dark circles. Now, moisturizer. It is important to always, always, always moisturize your skin morning and night. 
even if you have oily skin, you need to moisturize it. Because if you do not moisturize your skin, you are making your skin produce more oil to compensate for the fact that your skin is dry. It is drier than the Sahara Desert. So please, please, please moisturize your skin and be a glowing babe. So my favorite moisturizers are the BioEssence Omega-3 Moisturizer and for a more affordable option, the Believe Hydro Bomb Moisturizer. Both of those work great. One has better ingredients, quote unquote, than the other, but both have worked. I've used both. They're fine, especially because I understand that skincare is really expensive and I always want to make sure that I have a more affordable option for people that don't have like thousands of dollars to spend on brand new skincare. Okay, so after we moisturize, we did everything, it is time to ice roll in the morning. So if this is the morning I always ice roll, it wakes me up, it depuffs my face. I've tried gua shying and jade rolling, but I don't know, I've just never found it to be my thing. I'll try again and I will continue trying, but I don't know, I just like my ice roller. I take out my pink ice roller from the freezer, roll out my face after my moisturizer, let everything soak in, and I'm good to go. All right, and finally, in the morning, sunscreen. Before makeup, before anything, you need to put on sunscreen. I don't care if it is cloudy and rainy outside. The sun is still out. So make sure you put on sunscreen. My favorite is the Alta MD brand. Since the ingredients are bomb, it has never made me break out, and it's just fantastic. And I also have like a tinted version. Um, so yes, both of those are linked in the Amazon. So that was a lot. If you haven't drank water in the past like 30 minutes, because I haven't, I've been talking to you. Let's drink some water in three, two, one. Okay, so that was a lot. We need to take a breath. Let me organize all of this skincare jargon so you understand what do I do in the morning? What do I do at night? Help. Okay, so in the morning, cleanse with a gentle cleanser. Use a toner. Then use a serum, but that's optional. Use an eye cream and finally use a moisturizer. Then make sure to ice roll, jade roll, gua sha your face, or just like roll your face with an ice cube. All work just fine. It helps to really depuff your face and it makes you feel like the main character. So let's do the more of that. And then finally, sunscreen. Okay, so pretty easy enough. Now at night, it's a bit shorter. So double cleanse with oil and then a gentle cleanser. Use a toner. Do any acne treatments you have, like benzoyl peroxide, tretinine, whatever, and finish off with some moisturizer. I like to keep it super simple at night because I'm literally going to bed and I'm too tired to do anything else. So those are normally the morning, night things that you have to do every day. But there are some things that you should be doing a once a week, a few times a week to really make sure that your skin is glowing, your skin is healthy, you're reducing breakouts, and you're just really taking care of your skin in general. So first things first, clay masks. I find that when I do a little spa night, I like to do a clay mask and follow it up with a sheet mask because what a clay mask does is it sucks out all of the impurities. It sucks out your skin. It makes it super dry, gets out all of the nasties. It helps against, you know, acne. It helps against any, you know, blackheads, whiteheads that you might be having. And then once you wash it off, your skin is super dry, super tight. And I always like to feed my skin with moisture right after and that's when I do a sheet mask. So I like to do clay masks straight into sheet masks for many reasons because I find that I'm cleaning out all my pores and then I'm filling it with good moisture to make sure my skin is glowing. We want that glass skin. 
My favorite clay masks are the origin ones. They have so many options. I like the really like 10 minute ones that kind of smell minty. I like the pink one. All of those will be put in the Amazon storefront. I'm not going to be like talking more and more about the same brand, but I really do like origin and I've been using it for many years. And then my favorite sheet masks are not the ones from Target. Okay. They're not the trendy ones. They are a little bit more expensive. They are the Dr. Jarden sheet masks. They're expensive. You can occasionally find them in TJ Maxx, HomeGoods, and I believe in like Canada, it's called HomeSense. Um, in like discount stores, you really have to look for it, but occasionally you find it. But on Amazon, you can invest in a pack of the Dr. Jarden hydrated sheet masks and your skin will be so moisturized. Like you will be moisturized to like the following day. They are amazing sheet masks. So for the rougher mornings, a few times a week, I also do an eye mask. So those little eye patches under the eyes, you get what I'm talking about. Not like the eye mask you put on your face to sleep. So my favorite eye patches are the Marie ones, plus they're sparkly. I put them in the fridge and then on a rough morning, I take them out, put them under my eyes and I just leave them on while I journal or, you know, I meditate, I drink whatever tea, coffee I'm drinking. I think it's really nice to just have that little extra self-care pamper time, especially if you're having a rough morning. Once or twice a week, exfoliate. Now I tend to exfoliate, do a whole spa night, and then go into like a clay mask and a sheet mask. I try to like stack all of these things so I'm not spending an obscene amount of time doing this every single week. So exfoliating, there's so many ways to do this. You can use an exfoliating cleanser. So those are the ones with like little beads in them that kind of like rub, rub on your skin. Be sure though when you do this, be super gentle. Only do this like once a week. Don't tear up your face. I used to like, especially when I had really bad acne breakouts, I would like tear up my face with these exfoliating cleansers. And then I'd be wondering why my face is bright red, angry, and breaking up more. It's because I'm not taking care of myself. Just be very gentle with the exfoliating cleansers. You can definitely go overboard. I tend to use the more chemical way of exfoliating your skin. So I have these exfoliating toner pads by Pacifica, which chemically exfoliate the dead skin cells off my face. And then I've also heard of exfoliating masks, but I haven't tried that, like chemical peelants and chemical exfoliants. Whatever way you exfoliate your face, whether that's through a cleanser or a pad or whatever, be sure to be gentle, um, especially with exfoliation, like with chemicals or even just no chemicals. If something hurts, don't do it. Okay. It should not be hurting. It doesn't hurting does not mean it's working. Hurting often means it's not working and your face is angry at you. So please be very, very careful when it comes to exfoliants because you can definitely go overboard and there can be very harsh chemicals in them. Steaming. Now, steaming is something I'm kind of getting into for skincare and it's Something that I've noticed really makes my skin glow. It helps to open up the pores. It really makes sure you're sweating out all the nastiness. And by the way, this might be so gross. So if you get queasy, like move the episode up one minute. But when steaming, it's okay to gently squeeze any pimples that look like they're ready to burst. I know that pimple popping is like a very touchy subject because some people say it's great. Some people say don't do it. I personally do it, but I make sure that it's a very specific pimple. It needs to be a whitehead. It needs to be ready to burst. So that's when I do it because that will help to avoid 
you know, further breakouts. It will help to avoid scarring. I'm just very gentle about it. And then after I pop it and make sure everything is out, I wipe the small area of that skin with a alcohol. I just like put a little alcohol on a cotton pad and just wipe that area to make sure that there's no germs in there that could clog other pores and cause other breakouts. But yes, when you are anytime popping pimples, whether or not you steam your face beforehand, I find that steaming helps to make the process faster and easier and honestly safer because I feel like there's less of a risk of hurting your face because when you steam, you already open up your pores. But whether or not you steam, be very gentle when you pop pimples. Make sure that you only pop the white or black heads when you see them kind of forming at the top. And, you know, make sure your hands are clean. Make sure your face is clean before doing so. Make sure you have alcohol in there, like clean it up afterwards. Just make sure you're doing it in a smart way. And for the girls that get really deep hormonal pimples, I have two big tips that nobody in this world probably has. Like I'm the only person that I think found these two tips that genuinely work for hormonal acne that's really painful and under the skin. First, reduce dairy, okay? The only dairy I eat is a bit of butter that is actually European butter. I get it from Costco, but it's from Europe and goat cheese. Only two things I eat both of those are actually processed out of the U.S. because I find that dairy in the U.S. is sketchy with hormones and I find that I break out a lot. So just limit your dairy intake. It doesn't mean you need to fully cut it out because I'm all about balance and food freedom. Just limit it, like opt for almond milk or oat milk in your lattes rather than regular milk. You know, opt for the vegan ice cream version rather than the regular ice cream version when you can. As long as you're, you know, doing it in a smart way and not like feeling really deprived. I think it's a great way. Just reduce your dairy content by a bit. Also, this is a European hack I learned from my dad. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's actually a more Russian hack. Iodine. Find liquid iodine. Now, this is really difficult to find in the US, but liquid iodine, it's like a chemical and it literally kills bacteria. Um, my dad used it for like cuts and he's used it for scrapes that hurts it stings but for hormonal acne this is incredible it's literally better than accutane so what i do is find liquid iodine i tried finding some on amazon i'll still continue trying to find one i haven't but you need to put liquid iodine on the pimple before bed the one that's really deep it won't work on like the surface pimples but the deep under the skin pimples and continue doing this until the pain in the pimple goes away. It's literally magic. It literally takes away the pain from the pimple and it makes it go away like 10 times faster. For those girls that are struggling with under the skin, deep, painful, hormonal pimples, find liquid iodine and cut out dairy. The only downside of liquid iodine is, well, it's hard to find and it does stain your skin brown for a few days. So just like be cautious and be willing to put a little extra concealer on the days that you do use iodine. Finally, one more thing about your skin. I promise your pillowcase. Make sure that you change your pillowcase and wash it at least once a week. When you sleep, your dead skin cells and dirt and bacteria get on the pillowcase. So make sure you take care of that. I sleep on a slip silk pillowcase with the silk eye mask. Both of those things are silk. It helps to you know, it helps against wrinkles. It makes sure that all of the moisture that I put on my skin through skincare stays on my skin because silk is not very absorbent. It just helps so much. And it, it's actually even good for a hair as well. So I highly recommend find a silk pillowcase. And if silk is too expensive, 
which by the way you can actually sometimes find silk pillowcases like the slip ones on sale during black friday just a plug but if that's still too expensive you can definitely get satin well it won't have like the identical effects it's good enough and sometimes good enough is all you need okay hair care now that we've talked all about skincare and i've given you all the tips and spilled all the tea it is time for me to talk about hair care now hair care is something i'm like just dabbling into because i'm not like the most advanced hair caretaker um, but i'm trying and that's what matters do not wash your hair every single day even if you have super fine hair i have super fine hair super thin it gets dirty and greasy within two days but i wash it every other day and not every day and that's still better like little improvements make sure that you are washing your hair you know when it needs to be washed but not every single day because washing your hair strips of, of its natural oils and sometimes it makes your hair even more oily so just be cautious about washing your hair when you do wash your hair double double shampoo so it's very similar to double cleansing where the first time you wash through your hair you're getting rid of like the top layer of dirt and gunk and the second layer is really getting into like the roots so double shampoo such such a game changer and it also i feel like makes your hair look cleaner for a longer period of time also after you shower only use a wide tooth comb to avoid breakage wide tooth combs all the way if you use a regular even wet brush like that's going to break your skin because when you're out of the shower that is when your hair is most likely to break and it's very vulnerable also after you shower, always put an oil at the ends of your hair when you're done. So I use the Gisu Honey Hair Oil. I know it's super trendy. I know everyone's talking about it, but I've definitely noticed my ends are a lot more moisturized and like nourished when I use a hair oil in the ends right after I shower. Okay, so to pamper our hair once a week, we're going to be pulling out all the stops. So first, we are going to massage our hair in a scalp oil. I cover my entire scalp in it and I really massage it into my hair. I leave it in for like five, 10 minutes. Sometimes I leave it in for like half a day if I'm really lazy. And then for the ends of my hair, I use whatever hair mask I have on hand. So lately I've been trying to finish one that I bought from Trader Joe's like a year ago, but I really wanna try the one from Ava, New York City. I've heard really good things about it. So having a oil in like the scalp area of your hair and then a moisturizing hair mask at the ends of your hair leave that in and then shower it off oh my goodness it is such a game changer it makes your hair so healthy and soft and you're really nourishing your hair that like once a week pamper session also a little plug for the blondies out there like me use a purple shampoo and conditioner at least once a week this will make sure your hair is not turning yellow some other quick hair care tips so try to avoid blow drying your hair all the time even with a heat protectant you are going to be damaging your hair and i noticed that when i blue dry my hair every day it got thinner and less healthy so i just try to avoid it when possible also avoid tight ponytails tight updos Take advantage of like the whole claw clip scrunchy trends and put your hair out of your face in a gentler way and not like a super tight high ponytail all the time we do not want receding hairlines. We do not want unhealthy and unhappy scalp. I tend to leave my hair half up, half down, completely down, or have my hair in a claw clip. I'm really like liking the claw clip trends, especially because today, like for example, I had my hair in a claw clip and the wind blew and my hair still looked great. 
I think whatever hairstyle you feel good in and look good in, make sure to do that. But again, make sure that the hairstyle you choose is gentle to your scalp and your hair. If you find yourself getting a headache or feeling like your scalp is being like ripped apart, then it's time to find a different hairstyle. Avoid dyeing your hair a ton, doing a ton of highlights, or doing anything else that is super damaging. I personally do highlight my hair, but it's not like I'm doing it every single month. I do it a couple times a year. So if you want to dye your hair, if you want to have highlights, that is perfectly okay. However, you need to make sure that you are doing it not all the time. You're doing it once in a while because it is damaging to our hair. Make sure to trim your hair at least a few times a year. We want to make sure that we are encouraging hair growth and getting rid of those split ends. Also, this is like a complete side tangent, but eat your healthy fats. So my hair went from dull to shiny real quick when I started to eat more avocados, nuts, fish, and butter. Our bodies really do thrive on fat. So do not be afraid of it. Make sure to eat your avocado toast. Make sure to eat your salmon. Make sure to eat your almonds or your nuts or whatever other healthy fat you like, because it does help your hair a lot. And optional, but to smell extra good, I do like to use the Gisu hair perfume. It's just, oh, it's just such a like extra thing and it's so over the top and I absolutely love it. So if you have a little extra money to spend, a little extra time, I definitely recommend for you to invest in a hair perfume. Okay, I promise we're getting to the end of this. It is quite a long episode, but I have a lot to talk to you about to make sure that you are really taking care of your skin, your hair, and yourself. So onto our self-care things. If you're feeling really bougie, go and get a facial or a massage. It makes you feel so good and pampered. Remember, an investment in yourself pays the best returns. Exfoliate your body once a week. I like to use the Tree Hut exfoliator, and I just like to do it on my arms and my legs, and it makes me feel so soft. Also, moisturize your body daily. Especially in the winter, I find that my knees and my elbows get super dry, so it's just such a self-care thing. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel soft. And my favorite ever is the Laura Mercier Almond body souffle. Yes, this souffle is $100 per tub. And I'm telling you, it's so worth it. Like I use that tub, one tub per the entire winter, and I put it on every single night and it makes me feel so good, so special, so pretty. And that, you know, souffle, like I can smell it on me after like 24 hours. It is crazy how long that scent lasts. Make sure that you are shaving your armpits even in the winter. Yes, you can forget about your legs for a while because after all, we're wearing leggings and jeans and nobody can see our bare legs. But you know, once in a while you wear a t-shirt in the winter or you're in the gym or you're in a Pilates class and then you lift up your arms and there's like a whole ponytail length of armpit hair growing out. So make sure that you are shaving your armpits even in the winter. Please do not give yourself a jump scare. Also, a tip is continue to shave your bikini area in the winter. Some people like forget about it just like their legs, but, and nobody wants to talk about this, but I'm just going to say it. You do smell down there. And if you don't shave and take care of the hair down there, it's going to smell worse. So be gentle when shaving. Shave it, you know, once a week. I like to use the Sweet Spot Intimate Area Wash. It's pH balanced. And I like to wash that and then shave my bikini area after. It just really does help to make sure everything is clean down there and just smells good. Use a natural deodorant, okay? 
we don't need aluminum deodorants in 2023. Those literally can cause cancer. They've been proven to people multiple times. It's just not good for you. But unfortunately, a lot of the natural deodorants out there just don't work. Like you smell horrible after like four hours because they don't work. The one that has worked for me, and it was a lot of trial and error, and I've used this deodorant through workouts and really, really stressful exam days, is the Schmidt deodorant. It is all natural. They have multiple scents. I have like the lemon or the lime vanilla one. I don't really know what it is, but it smells fine. So I put that in the Amazon. Highly recommend that natural deodorant. Have a signature perfume. Having a signature perfume is so just, it's so good because then people remember your perfume and you can have such nostalgia with this perfume. So my favorite is the Dior Blooming Bouquet for the warmer months. And then for the colder winter months, I use the Carolina Herrera Good Girl Perfume. I know with the Good Girl Perfume, everybody on TikTok talks about it. And I swear, this perfume smells so good. It smells so good. And it smells a bit different on different people's skin. Because again, remember that when you put perfume on your skin, the scent slightly changes to match your biochemistry. And for me, it smells different than like for my little sister, for example, but they both smell great. Pluck your own eyebrows and dermablade yourself. By the way, dermablading is like shaving for your skin. So plucking your own eyebrows Taking care of your own eyebrows saves you a ton of money and it also makes sure that you're not like concerned that someone will literally pluck out all of your eyebrows. I like to have control over my eyebrows and not feel like someone could mess it up and then I just have to live with it. And then with dermablading, I always, you know, make sure your face is wet and maybe there's like a soap on it and then you kind of gently shave slash dermablade your face. And I tend to do both the plucking and the dermablading about once a week. Next, exfoliate your lips and always have a lip oil, a lip gloss, or a chapstick on hand. So chapped lips are not it. And I find that it like brings down someone's appearance so bad when they have super chapped lips. My favorite lip products are the Lening Edge Lip Sleeping Masks and the Dior Lip Oil. For fun, I really do like the Dior lip glosses in general, but most moisturizing is the Lening Edge Lip Sleeping Masks and the Dior Lip Oil. Finally, let's take care of our hands. Let's take care of our nails. Make sure that your nails look good. Whether you do it yourself or you get them done professionally, at least do a manicure for the winter. Make sure your nails are clean and polished. I love doing a liquid gel with a bit of an extension and a French tip. It's super classy, super feminine, and goes with every single outfit. Plus, I feel like when I lengthen my nails a little bit more, it makes my just hands look a little bit bigger, a little bit longer, because I have very, very small hands. If you're not a fan of manicures, if you don't have the money, you can do this yourself. Make sure your cuticles are healthy, pushed back, trimmed. Your nails are short and clean. And maybe you put on a clear or renewed top coat of nail polish. Literally just doing that will make your appearance 10 times better because sometimes you see like a girl and she's wearing the most beautiful outfit and then you look at her nails and they're all like cracked, right? That doesn't look good. You want to make sure that your nails aren't chipped, aren't cracked, and they look good. By the way, even if you get your nails done, I would really avoid super long acrylics or super colorful designs. Like we want to make sure that we look clean, we look classy, our nails match our outfits, and it doesn't look tacky and cheap. And I find that really long, really colorful nails just kind of cheapens your appearance. You can have fun and make it look classy. You don't need to like 
have super long like Cardi B-esque nails. Along with your nails, make sure your hands are moisturized. I always carry a moisturizer in my backpack or purse that smells good and makes my hands soft. And finally, cuticle oil always and all the time. I use the CND cuticle oil from Amazon before bed during school anytime. So moisturizing and in the winter, I have such dry cuticles and to make it worse when I'm stressed, I pick my cuticles. So to make sure I don't pick my cuticles and for my cuticles not to be bloody, I need to make sure that my cuticles are moisturized and they're taken care of. And that is why I am obsessed with my cuticle oil and I literally carry it everywhere. All right. Well, that was a lot in an episode. These episodes are going to be a bit lengthy, but I'm spilling all the tea because I want you to look at your best and to feel your best. As always, be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review. It only takes a second. Answer the Spotify question or leave me an Apple podcast review. I will shout one of you girls out. Check out the Amazon storefront slash list that I created. I took like an entire hour to create that thing. So definitely check it out. If you are looking for a product that I mentioned and you kind of forgot, those are all there. And remember that looking good is equivalent to feeling good. And feeling good means you're more productive and you're becoming closer to the best version of yourself. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye, my love.